Hello, welcome to Connected. This is Drew with Matt, and we are happy to have you with us. Connected is a digital community for entrepreneurs where we share stories, experiences, and ideas with one another to achieve our dreams together. We invite guests through ConnectedPodcast.com and get together on Discord to build a broad network to learn from each other and find partners with similar mindsets. Come join Connected. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Connected. Today we have Ankit Srivasta from India. He has uh, been a founder and a creator of an application called MusicX. He has started from zero, basically, just with his laptop. And uh, he has gotten to over 4.5 million downloads on the application. After that, he switched to uh, drop shipping and e-commerce. And uh, one of his case studies recorded uh, over 600,000 sales uh, in two years. Now he's working on uh, web applications and specifically email marketing. And uh, his life has been uh, is amazing. You're going to hear about it. So welcome, Anke, to the show. Thanks a lot for, for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, you want to share a little bit about your story. We read it on your blog and we read it everywhere, but we really want to hear it from you. Okay, yeah. So, you know, like uh, I started developing the app uh, in college and I think it took me eight or nine months to make it or maybe a little more. And then after that, in the next two years, I promoted it to almost 4 million downloads, like 3.8. And like my motivation was, you know, because the jobs here are not like very well paid. So my motivation was, you know, like financial freedom. And I like worked... I think easily 12 hours to 16 hours a day to make the app and to promote it. And after that, as you already told, like I did dropshipping. And now we are developing like a Shopify app, which is um, for email marketing. Like you might have heard of MailChimp. So it's like a MailChimp, but specifically targeted towards e commerce platforms. And like, why did you get to the point where you want to go to financial freedom, right? So how did you, how did you actually discover about it? Um, I don't know. Like, I just, I didn't, I wasn't prepared, you know, for a nine to five job, you know, like, and like just being stuck. And like my brother was in traveling, I think, you know, like he used to watch YouTube videos. So I think that's where I got my inspiration from that, um, you know, that I should also travel a bit and, you know, like explore my life. I mean, you started at uh, 16, right? Do you mean coding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you started coding for the application. I think I was 13 or 14, uh, but that was from school. Like, oh, I was like, all right. After like making the app, I realized it's not uh, something I want to do. Like, I don't want to code. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, so, sorry, but what, why is that? I mean, since we're here, what, why do you... Like, is it not in your personality or uh, is there something different? Yeah, I mean, like, I think because I don't like being stuck at, you know, like, I was, maybe I think it was just a burnout, you know, like, uh, for because of working 16 hours a day. And I thought that, I realized that I don't want to be sitting in front of a computer and if I do coding, I'll have to. Wow, so you, you're saying that you were in front of a computer for 16 hours a day? Yeah, I used to, like, even, like... Uh, to like since the last one four five years, we have been developing this uh, that email marketing application I told you about, 
So even then I found myself like, you know, uh, I was sitting at least 10 to 12 hours a day. But wow. now what I've started doing is, you know, like I've developed, uh, I've created a team of six or seven people and, you know, like started delegating most of the work to them. You know, even if it's a, like a small task, which I can do easily, but still I'm trying to delegate it. Wow. So I guess um, when you first started um, your app or uh, your business, I'm pretty sure there were, it didn't work out right away, right? Um, I'm curious. It did. It did. It did. You didn't yeah, have yeah, any yeah. like hurdles or like hard times. Um I mean, of course, like uh, when I was coding, then um, many times I felt that, you know, especially earlier, I felt that I can't do it. But once you start seeing that, oh, it's possible, then that, that's when you realize, you know, even if it's like a big problem, when you can easily solve it. Like once you have this confidence, it's just about the fear, you know, once it goes away, then you, you know that uh, you can do anything. Like I thought, like I had many methods, you know, I had thought about uh, promoting the app. And my like ultimate, you know, uh, goal was that even if uh, my ultimate goal was like to get one million downloads, you know. But my thought was even if like nothing works out, I'll just approach like two or five million people, you know, on internet and just ask them, you know, to download the app and learn through it. So like, thankfully, I didn't have to do that. Well, I mean, that that's that's really inspiring. Um, actually, that you're saying that. At first, you think you can't do it, but once you know it's working, you get confidence that it's going to work out. So you yeah, know yeah, that yeah, it's going to yeah. work out. You just have to do yeah, the work. Yeah, yeah. Like once you realize, you know, it's not like rocket science. Right. Then, then you know that you can do it. And that's right, right. when you know, like once you get rid of the fear, that's when you see, okay, if this won't work, uh, this will, you know, like you, like you'll throw everything at it. <laughs> not, not like, you know, uh, like randomly, but you know, okay, like all the methods and you know, like, uh, like once you believe that you can do it, then you will be able to do it. Right. I mean, I, I really respect that. And the reason I'm saying is, um, I think once you realize that an idea that you have could actually be a reality, you know, your idea turns out to something, it's really hard to go back and like, you know, working for someone. You, you could you can make what you think of, right? So I think that's, that's really cool. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. I mean, you, like, if I read correctly on your blog, like, you were waking up and working and coding on your laptop. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wow. in college, but I never went to the classes, you know. I was just sitting uh, in my dorm room and just coding. And many times, like, uh, I used to sleep with the laptop and many times I didn't use to brush my teeth, which I don't recommend now, you know. But, yeah, many days I didn't brush my teeth and, like, shower, like, not at all just open the laptop and just start, you know, like, uh, working on it. I think fun. it's also like, may, maybe it has to do something with like, you know, like obsession. And it made me realize now that it might be like OCD or something, you know, I've not like, I haven't got it diagnosed, but I think it might be something like that, you know, on a, like a minute level. Maybe because you are so motivated, you know, maybe that's yeah, it why. might be, it might be. But yeah, like uh, a few other things, you know, I saw that mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes like, you know, uh, it's hard to get, get something out of my life and I keep like doing something. So it made me realize like, not, not like small things, but you know, like big things like uh, relationships or you know, like businesses. Yeah. That's really awesome. I mean, a lot of people would not really be able to do it. And I think that like, this is definitely not for everyone. Uh, of for sure this is not for everyone and yeah uh, like like 
especially once you have like a job and you know responsibilities then it becomes really hard but if you're like younger you know then i think it can be done but need to have a balance because i remember that i had uh, i even suffered depression you know even like after developing the app and stuff so it means that uh, what i was doing was not you know uh, something stable not something you can do for long period of time so so you're saying that you got depressed after the app took off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, wow what did that i i didn't work for like 2 or 3 years i think yeah so i made the app in 2014 and i didn't work for until 2017 i didn't work at like i didn't do anything so i just traveled and did stuff you know like played games and just did, did that and then in 2017 um uh, i did i got into e-commerce when did you get depressed though i'm curious when did i get depressed yeah during that travel period or like did that cure recover because no no no, no. Uh, i think travel was to get my mind distracted i got depressed i think you know just uh i think in 2015 or so like when my app was on the peak the reason it, it made me realize that you know that uh like there are many different things to life you know other than just uh like other than just a lifestyle you have to like uh like create a balance of things you know like go out and do stuff and things like that mm. so you you were kind of depressed because you were working like all that you were doing was working i guess and then you figured out that yeah i think yeah 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 also like uh i'm not a very social person mm. so like I was like literally for years I was just in my room uh, without any like proper social interaction. Oh wow. So I, just... I thought like I can do it so but yeah it made me realize that yeah it, for a long period of time you have to like even if you are like not very social you have to be a bit social you know to create a balance. Wow. Um so I'm curious is that why you started traveling or was traveling something that you were you really enjoyed? I think both I think both it was like also to get my mind off you know um, and then also because uh I like it all right then then why I I I read that you mostly went to Hong Kong and um I think Korea right Asia um yeah, sorry, mostly Asia. No, I I've never been to Hong Kong um my company is registered there uh, and it's for tax purposes but I've never oh. Oh. I went to Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Indonesia, and Korea. Did you enjoy all places that you traveled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I took my brother with me. You know, like for three months, I took my brother, and then like, yeah. Right. I, I'm I'm from Korea, so you know, just wanted to. Yeah, I traveled like whole Korea. What did you like the most about Korea? Uh. people are like really polite and it's neat and clean as a modern country and there i think you can see like you know a, a good mix of culture and modernization yeah and it's like very everything is like really professional and on time you know i, I know like japan gets a, a lot of credit for it but like also uh, korea is on the same level that's what i felt there like in terms of punctuality and politeness and uh, stuff like that
What's your favorite place in Korea? So, um, I I was born, I grew up in Seoul. Um, so I I kind of only uh been in Seoul, but Seoul is I'm I'm pretty sure you know, but it's it's really a, it's a great place to have fun. It's 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 like twenty four seven, right? You could go to a bar at like two a.m., four a.m., and it's not just you. There's a lot of people, you know, drinking, having fun at the same time. So. It's a great place to have fun, and then as you said, it's very social. People are very social. They're nice. They get together, and that's kind of a culture um, of Korea. I'm, I'm not sure how it is in India, but that's kind of the Korean culture. So um, I was assuming that you might have enjoyed that culture, getting together with the uh, the Koreans there. I was mostly in Beijing, but I didn't. I did go to Seoul, but not not a lot. <laughs> oh, Beijing. Yeah, yeah, Beijing. Oh wow, that's a great place too. Yeah, and like one of my favorite spot was in Yosu. Yosu, that that's where the the ocean is, right? Yeah, ocean and the mountain. That right, so right. that was like kind of like perfect, you know, like spot for me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you healed or recovered. Uh, that's a great place to go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a nice. Place. <laughs> uh, how long did you live in Korea? I I was born in Korea. I lived in Korea for about thirty thirty years. And then I came to the U.S. Uh, for my Ph.D. So you know, education, right? I, I, I right now I don't. I have a different, um, uh, like thought on education. But I came to the U.S. for my Ph.D. and then, um, my postdoc in California. So that's how I ended up in, uh, you know, California right now. So I mostly lived in Korea. I'm mean, I'm originally a Korean. Yeah, but your accent makes me feel that you have lived uh, quite long in. Uh... Oh, in the U.S. No, um, I lived in the U.S. for about ten years, almost. So I, I, you know, I tried to talk with a lot of Americans. You know, if you want to survive, you have to be like a, you know, you have to know how to speak and stuff. So I tried. <laughs> like this is wonderful, but how if, like right now, if you had to to start over, right? If you were back to to when you started coding. Would you still go for this sort of uh, extreme uh, rhythm? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Really? Yeah, yeah. All I right. can't change who I am, and I feel like you know um, that's what something brought me into. Like, I mean, I don't have any regrets. So, and I also realized that what I am today is because of my past. So I won't change a thing. Like maybe I w- I might, I'm not sure. But yeah, like most probably I won't. Like I'm trying to change things now, you know. And maybe at that time I wouldn't have realized it that I need a change or something. And if I had tried to force it, you know, then you know, like things might be different. And I mean, like, what are you trying to change now? Like, what what do you feel that changing? Like, what are the topics which which you would be changing right now? With the knowledge you have, like these days, what I'm trying to do is like I'm going out every day, you know, uh, for at least six or seven hours, and just having fun, you know, like play football, uh, just travel to different uh, places in my city uh, with a few friends. And these these things I didn't do a lot earlier, and now like what I'm doing is like kind of making it a full time job, like six seven hours, like you know, every day. And it's uh, and because I have set up a team, I can like easily do that. I just have to, you know, like kind of uh, uh, supervise and, you know, kind of do the managing. 
and yeah and for that you have to have people who trust you and who you can trust so are you would you say that you're financially free now uh kind of but not totally like but i have like a lot of hopes with this uh this project innovish uh, which i feel like uh can put me on a different level like i would say i'm financially free like uh we need uh to move to spain i need like 40000 us dollars so i have that kind of money but i don't have like you know to splurge you know i can't just go out and splurge 40000 dollars you know like i don't have any bills here you know and it's common to live in india uh, with your parents till right. you are uh, married so yeah it's like i don't have any bills so i can do whatever i want Are your parents like really proud or happy of what you accomplished? I don't think I, even I'm not like really proud of what I have accomplished. Really? Because, yeah, because I don't I don't know because pride comes from I feel like you won't be proud about small things, right? So pride I feel like comes from like when you don't have something and then you have it. You feel like oh you are like special and it kind of you divide a line between you and others. That sounds really humble though. I mean, you accomplished I think it's, it's not it's just about yourself, you know? Like I'm not like a guy who believes in philanthropy or something like that. You know, so it's <laughs> not about uh it's not about uh others, you know? It's about you. Like so it's kind of very selfish. Correct me if I'm wrong, but reading through one of your um articles, I I heard I think I saw that you were working on a radio radio station project, is that correct? Yeah 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 so the initially the app i made was a uh, music music app right right so later uh i changed it to you know like it's still a music app but it has now radio in it so uh and it's launched and everything but like i realized i was a bit late you know because i didn't do anything for 3 years as i said so i was a bit late and like streaming caught up so it's not my plan right now but maybe in the future when i can fuse uh e-commerce and apps then maybe i'll try to give it a push again and sell stuff in it like headphones and you know like create a brand but it's kind of a long term plan no i mean that 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 that's great to hear that's great to hear that you're still working on the app and that it's still like uh like you did not go too much away from it even though like it was uh, not too enjoyable like afterwards you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and so like There are people who are in the, in the situation where they are working like a lot of time a day. I do not know if sixteen hours, but a lot of time a day. Uh, you said that uh, travel worked for you, but uh, is there something else, or like, uh, or maybe even that, which you would recommend to people who are in the same sixteen uh, uh, hour a day working uh, situation to just cool off a little bit? Would I recommend people to cool off if they are working sixteen hours a day? Yes. Is that your question? Yes, 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 absolutely. Because uh, you will burn out, you know, like uh, unless you're like really uh, someone like Elon Musk or something, and it's not. And when it takes a toll, you know, it's not like really good. But it, it's something you can do, you know. Like uh, at the same time, you can do it, like for some time. But it's not a long term strategy, you know, for like ten years or so. You know, you can do it for like a two three years, and you have to pull off. I wanted to know one thing, uh, one specific thing about India, and that is uh, uh, why do a lot of people actually get into uh, uh, freelancing and uh, 
sort of wanting to achieve this financial freedom because I, I met a lot of people from India who are extremely motivated about doing all of this. Is there something special or particular about it? No, I think because it's because of the wage difference, because uh, in India, if you graduate, an average job you would get is like $400 or $500 an hour, which you can easily make online, you know, freelancing. You Even if you're making $1,000 a month, then it's like much more than, you know, uh, what you would get normally. I think it's because of that. And also... Uh, it's something which is not feasible for people who are in the Western countries or more developed countries, you know, like surviving on, on thousand or $1,500. So it's kind of, you know, that's why you see more Indians there. That's what I feel. I did not see it. I did not see it this way because of course, like it's very hard to see outside of your sort of scope. Right. Uh, especially in my country, yeah, yeah, yeah. we never think, uh, Oh yeah. But in their countries like this, or uh, uh, this is happening there, you know, you, you never, you, we never go outside of our thinking. And I think that this also impacts, uh, uh, especially in our civilization, like in a, a, a sort of Western society, you know, it also impacts the way in which we build projects, right? I, I hear a lot of people being, building projects and doing things uh, uh, to solve issues that they have, right? And like a lot of people stopped going to medical school and they stopped going to other stuff because they have issues, maybe monetary issues or maybe uh, or maybe they, they just want to change something. Maybe, you know, they find a problem which they want to solve and they solve it. And uh, like the difference which I see is that uh, here we do this. So we, we see our problem and we try to solve it. But uh, also in your blog, one thing which I read is that uh, you understood that other people had problems as well, right? And solving other people's problem would be a good strategy for like even just developing your application. Yeah, I also feel like it might be a kind of luxury, you know, like uh, you guys can like because once you are financially like well off, you might not uh, like know the difference. But you know, like, uh, as I said, like $500 a month is the average uh, income of anyone who graduates. Meanwhile, in like uh, Western countries, it's like easily around three three thousand or twenty five hundred uh, dollars. You know, so when you are like better off, and also the standard of living is better. You know, it's just not just the difference in currency, but also uh, a better standard. So I feel like it's the luxury which comes with you know uh, a better lifestyle that you try to solve uh, problems. Like you can afford to be not successful at something. It's very good to see it this way as well. It's very good. Thanks. Thanks for sharing this, really. And yeah, no problem. Uh, as you said before, like even just the, the, the time in which you're in college, so you don't really have a job to care about yet. You sort of have this sort of time freedom, we could say, in which you, you can dedicate that much time to creating something. Uh, it's probably like it's a situation which a lot of people face. And I think that uh, uh, I think that like in the way education and everything else is built, is built, you sort of like most people sort of miss out on this opportunity, like on the opportunity of having nothing to lose, uh, especially when in college. And so I, I wanted yes, to... Yes, 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 exactly, yeah. I wanted to know like uh, if it was you who organized education, right, how would you change it, uh, especially for people of our age? Like 
I really want to know your take. I'm too selfish, you know, to think about others. <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe I would, <laughs> maybe I would uh, like bring more entrepreneurship, you know, uh, classes and make them more, you know, like less lenient on a job. I mean, less reliant on a job and try to remove the fear because I feel it's more about the fear, you know, the sense of security a job gives. That's what people are chasing you know, because they do not trust themselves. Uh, and I remember like, uh, yes, there was like, I was free, but it's because of that uh, I didn't want a job. That's why I got into this. And also I didn't go to any classes for one year. Like, I think I, I went only to one class, just uh, one lecture. And because I had made a decision that even if I fail, you know, uh, it's not something I want. So I have to, you know, like uh, keep doing what I like, like what I want, you know, uh, and like give up, like give hundred percent to something which I'm trying. Instead of like giving uh, half to something which I don't want. What you're saying here, I think, is really valuable and. I get inspired on what you say. So I like the phrase that where you're saying that people are chasing jobs because of the security and then they don't trust themselves. Or yeah, yeah that's confident. what I feel. That's, I never thought of it that way, but I think that's a great... I point. also feel like people who go into service industries, you know, like uh, marketing for others, because they do not trust themselves, you know, uh, to do it uh, for themselves, especially now. Like earlier, there were like big uh, big companies, which were not like digital, you know? like. But now, like it's possible for anyone to create uh, his own business without much, you know, uh, without much investment or without much effort. You know? uh, E-commerce, anyone can start it, and like e without any capital investment. And people are not doing that and providing services for others. It's also like I feel, you know, that. It's because somewhere they don't trust themselves. Like really if, if it's like because a service mm -hmm. is something you cannot scale. Mm -hmm. You know, you cannot uh, provide services to like millions of clients or something. But products you can do that. Like when you start automating stuff, that's something you can do that. And also with the service, the thing is, the thing is that why would you like? Because I believe that marketing is uh, one of the most important uh, part into making any business successful. So why would you do the most important part and only take a percentage instead of, you know, keep doing it for yourself and keeping keeping all of it? That's that's what I like. It's not something I have not done because, like, uh, even I've done like freelancing for others. But yeah, I deep down I feel that you know that that's when I'm not trusting myself. I'm actually, I'm actually learning a lot. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, uh, I'm like fearless, some like uh, fearless person who always trusts himself and stuff like that. But yeah, like I try to be honest with myself. No, that, that's 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 really great. I mean, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will uh, feel, you know, in a similar way on what you're saying. But yeah, like like it's hard to you know uh, change it later on in life because then you have like uh, a proper structure and like family to support. But if if you're pick like if you're picking it early on when you're like young, then that's when you have to ask this question like you know, like why? Is it because I don't trust myself that I'm like trying to uh, play on someone else's money? You know? 
and not gamble it and keep it all for myself like the profit i remember that you mostly said you did you did a lot of work on your by yourself but you know as like me and matt were partners um you know founding this company and i was wondering when you look for partners um what do you what's your priority like what do you look for as a partner and then what's a red flag like you know this this thing this is something that i would not work with um you know this person yeah yeah so with uh with this uh, email marketing project uh i'm doing it in partnership uh with two developers we had already worked on my music app because they were the ones who started integrating the radio stuff and yeah so um so like there has to be trust you know that i mean i knew that they can do the job and they are regular like they are not someone who just gave up on a project and they had to trust me in knowing that okay i can do the marketing part yeah so like mostly it's trust and like they work it everything else i feel like for me can be negotiated you know even if you like don't like each other or don't like their working style you don't have to like you know really uh, kind of uh, understand their style but just that if they can deliver that's that's what works for me. that's cool so when you when you ever have like a like a a discussion with your partners um how do you usually solve that do you just listen to each other and then come up with a solution or yeah i try to give them like um, like we do have technical discussions because since i also uh, code but i trust them into you know like making the correct decision because like we have like uh, created responsibilities for every person and uh, yeah so their responsibility is like doing the technical stuff and i know they are not the best at what they do but i know that they will try their best you know even like even i know that i'm not the best at marketing or something you know like, because there are many people who are making like uh, millions a month or like promoting stuff you know but i can only do uh, which is best uh, according to my capabilities so i trust them that they will do that you sound like a really great leader uh, thanks for sharing that um yeah many times i don't feel like that because sometimes i do get frustrated with you know, that <laughs> yeah but yeah I I see that you have a really cool map behind you. Um um I was wondering if you were planning I know you're planning to go to Spain. Um uh, but do you have any plans that are coming to Italy or like the US? US not right now. Um but yeah, maybe in the future. And thank you. I want to wrap this up. And uh, I think that one of the best ways to do so uh would be since you like you have experience. I mean, and uh you have experience in marketing. and you know how to get something to people right and i wanted to hear from you um a little bit of uh, like the reason your blog and i'm going to leave for everyone watching and hearing the podcast links to the blog page uh, because i think it's truly amazing but uh, i wanted to hear uh, a bit more of uh, your view on uh, how to get something maybe like an application as you said or maybe like an e-commerce store to people uh how to get uh started quickly into it or like uh, what do you uh reach getting people to know about your product and getting people to know about your application so maybe google ads maybe facebook ads maybe uh, seo uh yeah especially like what i try to do is like create uh things which i know i can sell you know i won't like i, I do not trust myself that i can sell anything 
I would like only go into stuff which I feel like I can say. Like for example, this email application. You know, uh, I knew uh, that I like as I said that I, uh, I was doing e-commerce, but I never tried email marketing because I knew that it's like like to get into it, uh, the barrier is too high. And I like asked around of uh, like in a few communities and yeah, many of them were not doing it, but like most of them are just doing like ads. So that's when I felt that, okay, like, no, uh, I didn't do a proper research, but that's when I like, I had a good feeling that, yeah, this is something uh, which many people need. And so like my focus has been in making it like the easiest product in the market uh, to get started with. And to run campaigns as well. And also like one of the most uh, like detailed products, you know, not just like something on the surface. So yeah, the, a product has to be good. And then like uh, the market fit has to be right. And the things which I'm doing, uh, which I'll be doing for uh, promoting this app is like, we have a Discord server, like two Discord servers. And there we discuss uh, about e-commerce and I try to give all the information and resources like themes and all for free, which I purchased myself. And so th those will be the initial downloads, which I'm expecting like there are like thousand people in the servers. So I'm expecting like around 20 to 50 installs to come from there, like users. And then uh, we, collected like we created a bot uh, which uh, went through and collected the emails of all the Shopify stores. So we have a database of 1.4 million uh, Shopify stores and their emails. I know like it might be spammy, like many people might feel spammy, but I don't care about that. Yeah. And it will be just like one or two emails, you know, so I don't think it's considered spam, you know, unless you're like harassing people with it. And then like on Fiverr, there are people who are providing services which are related to Shopify. So I will be called like, they're like around 5,000 people or something. So like I or someone from my team will be contacting every one of them and trying to get them into affiliate uh, marketing for a product, you know, like we will say, okay, you're already making 100 stores a month, I mean 100 stores a year. And if you just include our app uh, without any extra effort, you'll be making like $1,000 a month, you know, uh, without doing anything else. With just with that, uh, like that will be our pitch. And then uh, we have a database of all the Facebook groups and all the YouTubers, which are related to e-commerce and Shopify and platforms like this, like, like all the, uh, like all the links, you know, like all the groups are out. Yeah, so that is the strategy initially. And then uh, whoever comes to our website, we retarget them with uh, Facebook ads and Google ads if possible. And once we start getting sales, we will create a lookalike audience for Facebook and then, you know, uh, I'll get them. So you're not starting from advertising. Like you're starting from uh, like, not from a usual advertising at least, not from Facebook and Google, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because as I said, you know, the, about the trust thing. So you always don't know that, you know, that uh, this will work out. So I try to keep the 
uh, paid ways because I don't have unlimited money and I, I'm not like funded or anything. So, uh, so I try to keep the paid ways till the end, you know, like the paid methods. I try to use them in the end, at least when I have like uh, a few, you know, like users and a good source. It wasn't so in e-commerce, but in everything else I do, I try to do it this way so that you don't end up burning money and like feeling devastated. And I feel like easily uh, through this way, through like uh, through the email marketing stuff, even if I come, uh, even if I convert 0.1 percentage, it will be like 1400 users, you know, and I feel 1.1 percent is something which can be done if we like create proper great case studies and do it properly. And 0.1 percentage, like 0.1 percentage of the people would mean that 1400 people are using it and it would mean approximately $30,000 in per month in, you know, like sales, which can be then put into ads. Wow, that's a, that's a completely different strategy from the usual. That's very new to me, just hearing about it. And like, you, you, you have the dedication, you like, you keep doing this, you have the, you know that you have to put in the work and uh, even for the application, like you reached out, you keep reaching out to people, uh, you do the free marketing part well, and uh, it, it's, it's really amazing. And I mean, it works out, right? It works out to start with people yeah, it and works then... Out. Something or the other works out always. Like, if you're like willing to do everything, you know, then of course it will work out. Like you just have to... Like even if it takes a year, two years, three years, it doesn't matter if you don't give up and you know that the product is good. All right. Uh, I think we can wrap this up. Uh, Drew? Yeah, yeah. I think um, um, I asked all the questions I had. And, you know, I, I really thank you very much. I This was um, one of my best um, interviews. I, I learned a lot from what you said and I really feel it, um, you know, based on my experience. Um, and I always say this, but I really do respect and admire people who made, you know, it to a level where you build your own company. So thank you very much. This was yeah, really, thank, really thank fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure for me. Thanks everyone for listening. This was episode three of Inected with Ankit Srivastava. If you enjoyed the episode and you want to see more similar content, you should check out our YouTube channel or our podcast profiles. Of course, after that, if you're serious about it, you should definitely come hang with us on the Discord. You're going to meet guests, other people like you, and you can have a talk with us. We're always open and we always love to discuss business and ideas. To find it, simply go on our website, connectedpodcast.com, or check our social media profiles. Have a great day and see you soon.